and welcome to another episode of the Niche Girls Podcast. I'm Kristen. I'm Yolanda. I'm Jessie. We are so excited to be here for our second episode. Today, we are going to talk about our personal favorite designs that we've done so far. So um, that's like, as of this moment, <laughs> what's available in the store. Correct. It's probably going to change. At, it could change as soon as next week when we release something new because we are always releasing new stuff. And the list, I don't know about you guys, but I had like a really difficult time picking one. I tried yeah. to like stick to our originals and I tried okay. to pick out of that because if I add in all of our new designs, I, there's no way I can pick, which no. I mean, you know, future from now, we'll definitely have another episode on this and we'll have a completely different one because yeah. I'll have more options. But right now I really tried to stick to like the OGs. Yeah. Yeah. I picked basically off emotional attachment. Um, like Kristen said, how you, it can change from week to week. Our design, this one just came out this week and like I, yeah, I picked it because of my attachment, but okay. I I love all our designs. I know. I, know. I love them all. And I, I feel do. like it changes depending on like where I am too. Like I'll be in a park and I'm like, oh my God, like I love that we have this design. Like that's so, that's so awesome. I love it. And then I'll be in another park the next day and I'll be like, no, this one is really where it's at. So it just changes all over. So yes. that's what we're going to talk about today. Who wants to go first? Yolanda, go for it. Yeah, you go first, yeah. You have an emotional attachment. I have a massive emotional attachment. I love it. Okay. So my favorite design that we have is one of our newer designs. And it is the Illuminations Torch. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm holding it up. Um, But it is the Illuminations Torch. So um, I'll give a little bit of like backstory first about Illuminations and then why I specifically wanted to do this design. Um, So if you went to Epcot from 1999 until... 2019, you would have seen Illuminations as the nighttime spectacular show. Um, so it started as part of the Disney Millennium Celebration, and which is why we released it with the Disney 2000 um, Epcot Globe with the hand. If you go on our site, you can see that one too. Um, it featured pyrotechnic, lasers, like lights on all the buildings, fog. Fantastic. Um, it also had an original score, so it, which still, still can like cue full tears from me. Like literally <laughs> I was making a reel the other day and Kristen and I just had to find which part of the music to put in the background. And I was like, yeah, God. she had tears in her eye. We were both. I like, literally had to dream rocking out and she like legit had tears in her eyes. And then that was making me teary eyed because I love it too, oh. but I was trying to hold it together. And it was just like, Oh my it was God. A moment, you, know? you guys are so funny. <sighs> it's rocking. It's rough. Um, it was narrated by Jim Cummings, who is an absolute icon. He is the voice that you would hear come over the speakers and be like, in just 15 minutes, illumination, reflection. Okay. <laughs> um, and then if you guys didn't know, I didn't have to look this app up because I didn't know it, but I did write it down. Um, illuminations happened in three acts. So it happened in chaos, um, order and meaning. So the first part of the show, when you would hear like all the explosions happening in the pew, pew, bum, 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 um, that's supposed to be like the creation of the world. And it's why the ball is not lit up and moved to the center yet, like the globe. Um, then the order part is, um, first of all, it's, it's obviously when the world globe moves to the middle. And then um, when it starts showing different scenes from around the world and we get fireworks like one at a time from the showcase. Um, so that was like everyone trying to find themselves and how to work together, like as humans on the planet. Uh, and then the last part, the last part, 
after everyone claps the first time, you guys, okay, because they clap like three times. So after everyone thinks it's over, because you know that moment, right? All the fireworks, <laughs> and you think it's over, and then it's not. It's not over. The globe opens like little little fire all over the lake. Little uh-huh. individual candles glow. It's the unity globe, much like the unity blanket in Parks and Rec. It's the unity <laughs> flame. If you didn't know, um, and that is when. All the showcase like starts shooting out together, lighting up together. And then we are greeted by the song We Go On. And that's that's also the unity part. And then afterwards, which I had no idea the song that is played after Illuminations when you're walking out has a name. It is apparently um, called Promise. But I always called it the Hela song because if you watched it from like France, which is where I normally watch, you'd hear like the Hela. I'm singing it in my head right now. You guys are so funny. I always called it that. Um, But I'll move on to why I have an attachment. So uh, I worked when I did my Disney college program at the Yacht and Beach Club. And as I said uh, in last episode, I didn't go to Disney a ton when I was a kid. But when I did, it was Epcot um, because I'm not a big ride person. And Epcot is like one giant museum. So it's right up my alley. Um, And I always stayed for the fireworks. But working at the Yacht and Beach Club, if you got cut earlier, if you got um, an early release, um, you could walk right into the showcase and watch the fireworks. My friend also worked, my roommate worked, what do you call that? Custodial in the parks of Epcot as well. So she was always there closing. So I just watched it so much. There is a recording of me like over the years, you can see it. I used to record myself like blowing out the torches at the beginning of the show. and in this video that I made, you can see like my hairstyles changes. My the people standing with me change. Like I I change I change boyfriends. I change friends. I change everything. Um. So I grew up with this show. I am only twenty eight years old, and this show existed for twenty years. So if I was at Epcot, because as I said, I wasn't there a ton when I was younger, it was this show. Um. I loved Harmonious. It was very cool. But I have a thing about Disney only featuring IP recently and not doing like original content. Yeah. Um, and Harmonious was all IP, and unless you were in a certain part of the showcase, it wasn't the same um, kind of show, whereas Illuminations could truly be enjoyed from yeah. any part of the, the World Showcase Lagoon. Um, other than that, why I wanted to talk about this design, and I'll, I'll kind of make a real probably clipping like the sound from this, but it was really cool to design this, mainly because I had such an attachment to it. I knew what I wanted it to look like. And as we said, our artist Monroe is amazing, but she isn't in my brain. It's like no. she, we had a lot of drafts of this design. The yeah. hidden Mickey went from being like a lot bigger to being there. Um, I wanted to make sure that this globe part that is opened actually looked, you could tell it used to be like a full globe put together and that the torch didn't look like an explosion and looked like a torch. Um, on the night that it ended on 2019, October, uh, September 30th, the worst, one of the worst days. <laughs> I waited five hours against the friends fence between uh, the UK and France. And this second that Jim Cummings voice came over the speaker and was like in just 15 minutes, a full sob. I mean, I went into like a breakdown. It's very Disney adult. It's very cringe, but it just held so many. When I think of illuminations, I think of nights I've had at that park with my friends and my family with, again, with people who passed away, people aren't here anymore. And it makes me so emotional and it is, I am like so incredibly proud of this design um, for that reason. And that was a really long rant, but that's why it's my favorite. No, I, I love that. One of the best nighttime spectaculars. And I while agree. it may not have been very showy in terms of Disney magic, it told an amazing story and one that I think is still important today. So 
I agree. And I think you're not the only one that feels that way. I know um, I feel the same way about Illumination. I remember like the original iteration of Illuminations before it was Reflections of Earth and uh, it was sponsored by GE. So like, again, I'm dating myself a little bit. I'm going to do Before that. presented by Siemens? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember eating uh, at uh, Rose and Crown with my family and watching like, cause it used to be a totally, it was still called Illuminations, but it was like a totally different show. So I remember yeah. that very, very old version of it. And then they changed it to this one. And you're not the only one that feels that way. And I think even if it's not about Illuminations, we and the Disney community as, as a whole has that thing that when they took it away, you just lost it. Like it was just a loss that was felt deeply is still felt deeply you still miss it you walk by the site of wherever it was and you just feel the emotion so it doesn't matter what it is I think in this community there's everybody has a thing so I get it totally yeah see for me with illuminations like I loved illuminations and I was there on closing night and yes I was sad but I also worked at Epcot at the time from 18 to 2020 so you know when it left in 19 I had been seeing it like every night. So personally, I was sick of it. I was like, okay, I'm ready for something new. But then they brought me Epcot Forever and I hated that show. And it's back. So I don't, I don't go to Epcot at night and watch it because I hate it. I hate the song. I don't, I don't know what it is about the children singing, but it just like burns my ears. I, I don't. You're not the only one that feels that way. That's a criticism of that show. I yeah, can't. the children singing is weird, and it also Epcot Forever just it doesn't have a focal point to view. It no, only has. I'm just I'm confused it watching it. I'm confused listening to it. I I, I just yeah. I don't get it. No, it's not meant to be like the thing, you know. They just wedge it in yeah. when they need time, and I get it. I mean, I Which do I enjoy get. the old school I think Epcot the, bops, but like other than that, yeah, it's hard because the average Disney goer, the average Epcot goer, right isn't obsessed with Disney history the way that I am or the way that some people are. So when you hear the references that are in that show, a lot of people aren't going like, right. oh, my, like I remember the first time I saw Epcot Forever, I cringed at the children's voices because I think it's odd. Um, oh. But I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, to every point in music where it changed because like, yeah, I as I said, like I was always very big into Disney history. And so to hear those like calls yes. to the past, I think was very cool, but not having a focal point for kids or something to look at other than just the fireworks, I think is a loss. And then just, it doesn't necessarily tell a story. It just tells you the past. And I don't. Yeah. yeah. Which I did appreciate with Illuminations because it does tell a story and I did yeah. enjoy that. Um, I just, I enjoyed the harmonious bop. Like I, I know it's all IP, but like I, 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 cu- I couldn't not dance to the song. Like yeah. I'll play it in my car. Like I'm just like do 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 do. I will say the Coco section was an absolute masterpiece. Probably. Oh, it was amazing. It, it, but they didn't have to go that hard, and they did. And they it did. shows it going from sobbing it. to doing a full salsa routine. Crazy. I don't know how they did it, but they, how does, they yeah? How does I don't I know how Disney does that either. But I was like that with Illuminations. Um. So yeah, I I get it. Illuminations was, you know, it was there and it was great. It's just when I think of like really good times in my life, especially like where I was mentally, I think about those. Like I would go on, like literally David and I would go to restaurants at the beginning of him visiting because we were still on this at the time. And like we would just go to Epcot because we both had passes at the end of the night just to watch that because he meant a lot to me. So like, and just so many different things. But specifically, I I thought it was, I remembered too, it was always so fun because like, 
my favorite part, and this is really weird, of the show was when so many fireworks would go off that there was like a gross amount of smoke in the sky, especially on summer nights when there's no breeze. But then the lasers on the smoke from the fireworks. Cool. Yeah. So cool. Oh, are you kidding me? Okay. It, yeah, it was perfect. I love an 80s, 90s piece of magic and lasers are it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, love, I love a good lasers on a on smoke show and like Illuminations had it. They it's had it. it. I love it. It Fantastic did. has lasers, but Illumination had lasers. It had lasers. All of them. Okay. Like with the head bob and everything. Lasers. <laughs> okay. So anyways, no one can tell All me right. differently. I have I know multiple people that do not share the same frame of thought on me that Illuminations was the best nighttime show ever. And <laughs> everyone is entitled to their own Disney opinion, but that Absolutely. is mine. And I wanted I wanted it to be one of our Epcot designs because like one of the first Epcot designs we did does hold also a really special place in my heart. But once we came out with this one, I was like, it can't be anything else. It has to. My favorite design has to. Be. It has to be. All right, Kristen, you go next. All right, I'll go. So my favorite. First of all, I have, all of them are my favorite, and I love them. And I had a really hard time choosing. Yes, yeah, it's hard. disclaimer. So, but what I wound up picking, for many reasons is da, 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 it is our footlight parade sticker so i'm going to give you a little history of that sticker as i refer to my notes please excuse me so <laughs> <laughs> the footlight parade scene was in the great movie ride uh which has been taken from us but it's a scene from a 1933 film called footlight parade uh, which was direct this the musical scenes in that movie were directed by Busby Berkeley and they they mentioned that in the ride which like they mentioned his name and then like I grew up knowing that name as a result even though I had no idea like who what is this like yeah. I have no idea um so fun fact the great movie ride was originally developed to be part of a Hollywood pavilion in Epcot and they kept adding to it and adding to like this pavilion idea that they were going to do like movies and all that stuff. So they wound up spinning it off into its own theme park, MGM Studios, which opened in 1989. And the Great Movie Ride was one of the original attractions. And it took you through all of these movie scenes from old movies up into, I mean, current movies at the time. And it was just such a classic, amazing ride and it was I don't know it was oh, a movie it. ride in a movie park and it just made so much sense for it to be there and it closed sadly in 2017 and I was pregnant with my son and I was living up north at the time so I couldn't I was like ready to have a child too it wasn't like newly pregnant like I was at the popping stage <laughs> and so I couldn't and you know just drop everything I was doing to come down here and ride it one last time so that's one of the many things that makes it very upsetting to me but I yeah I um it was I don't know if you guys feel this way but at the time it was so revolutionary because the ride had like two different scenarios remember you would either get like the gangster one or the western scene and fun fact I only got the western scene twice in 30 years and one time because I waited for it and I, it's not like for lack of writing. Like I was on that ride wow. several times a year. I, yeah, crazy, right? So like I had That's a week weird. for it. I got it, a, I got it a lot, but I think it's because during my college program, I, I was there too, too much. Yeah, I but know. I wrote it a lot, a lot. I always got the gangster. So like the gangster one is very like embedded in my brain. 
Um, I remember being a young kid and like walking what is now like that Pixar place area, like walking to the back there and you would smell the spaceship Nostromo from the outside, like very early in the morning and the ground would be all wet because they had hosed everything down and that smell would just kind of hit you. And so I have all these memories of that ride. And, you know, I went to MGM studios in 1989 when it opened and just all these crazy memories. And even just this scene in general had so many changes, right? Like when it first opened, it was a fountain and it was spinning around and then it would flood the tracks. And so then they kind of dialed it back and they put that scrim over it. So I feel like there's just so much, so much history, so many memories and, you know, runaway railway is okay. It's okay. I just cute. I cute. I mean, they built it from scratch in Disneyland. So I don't know why they couldn't just like build it from scratch here. we have so much room so like room. this i have a lot of i have a lot of thoughts about the loss of the great movie ride primarily I, I it was like very integral to the identity of hollywood studios oh my god because yeah. obviously like we lost backlot tour to the acquisition of star wars which i oh i can understand but that's a whole other topic i can understand it i can understand because of how massive that ip is however i think the great movie ride helped Hollywood studios keep its identity. It helped it keep it about the movies. And I, I, to this day, I don't understand why we couldn't have just updated the movies. It also, because I'm not a big ride person, number one, that ride vehicle, which it still is, is amazingly accessible. It is so easy for someone to transfer from a wheelchair in it. And my mom, my mom can barely at this point ride like pirates or anything where she has to get down into her knee. She can't, she cannot lift herself back out. Like the last time she rode pirates was probably the last time she was really embarrassed getting out and she didn't like it. So that's number one. It was very accessible for my whole family and it was important to me. I loved it. Number two, and I'm huge on this because I'm not a big thrill ride human, live entertainment. It was a mesh of a ride and employing cast members and letting them show off because it's a, it's a theme park about the movies, right? So let them show off their talent and their, and having like that type of talent in Orlando showing people that like we have actors that are this good here. And obviously like the training that it took to, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Someone could have a seizure while they're on the ride. Someone could, and you not only have to be trained to deal with what could happen while you're on the ride, but like also keep with the theming. And I, I just think it was such a loss. Like I just... Yeah. And every experience you had on the ride was different yeah. by how much pizzazz your narrator had, by how much it, yeah. it just, I just yeah. think it was it's, such a, you're absolutely part. right. It really like grounded Hollywood studios. And even though things are changing and it's not the way that it was anymore, where it's like, you're walking into the movies and it's behind the scenes, keeping it would have still, I think helped with that central thesis with giving it that DNA and and they identity yeah yeah I think so too and that's the thing like that's what I miss most about Hollywood Studios or MGM back in the day but like that was my favorite park I was like oh my god I'm gonna walk into the movies I'm gonna go on the great movie ride I'm gonna see all these amazing actors these cast members that are performing in a ride and I just thought that was the coolest thing having that integrated you know cast member with the movies like you got Rob I thought it was so cool Yeah, Yeah, it's like you're watching a play, but like you're in a ride, and yeah, it was the The best thing ever. So cool! It just—it's a lot. It's a lot. It also was very long, which I think those rides always help you. Like if you are going to wait, for instance, like I, I love Mind Train, right? It's fantastic. But like if you are going to wait an hour and a half for something, for it to be over in forty seconds is hard. And also, 
young kids to wait a little bit to wait that long for 40 seconds whereas great movie ride you were on it for 12 minutes you were you were sitting pretty you uh, everyone was entertained the the scenery kept changing it might have not dropped or anything but like you got your money's worth out of waiting that hour yeah like, yeah you got your and it's nice ac it was a nice cool off too so like if you're overheating like the line is in the shade yeah, yeah. and that movie they played too in the beginning while you were like winding through the the switchback yes. was like entertaining oh, and you got to see the movies that you were gonna see on the ride and like and then at the end to the little movie collage like I just I miss all of it so much and I miss it too it's it I still feel the loss you know when I'm at Hollywood Studios of not being oh, able to go on that you know and I feel like and we were jet the fact we that they just like yeah and the fact that they just like teased us like they kept yeah. the Chinese theater and just like gutted the insides I was like yeah. change yeah and the, there's no theater couldn't get what they did in Disneyland like a new cartoonish kind of theme or you know like built and it's it's not my fault it we don't have more anymore like we should have one but again that's another topic for another day but like yeah. it's so I don't know I just feel like yeah. they shoehorned it in and it doesn't really work and it stays yeah no for me studios now just feels like a Star Wars Toy Story park and there's also I'm sure a lot of other families feel this way there's just not a lot for me to ride in studios anymore um I well Star Wars Star Tours and the Millennium Falcon being kind of nauseous um, and I can't go on Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster because they're, they're frankly scared. They're thrill rides. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a thrill ride. I, I like the, lot, the line to Tower of Terror, the theming. Chef's Kiss, amazing. The pre-show, so good. Are you kidding? Um, but for me, it's just not a park unless people are visiting that I go to too much anymore. I love Indiana Jones, and I, I love the, um, like the little slinky ride, but they're often a 75-minute wait, and... It just, for me, there's not a ton to do anymore yeah. at studios. So There's not. There's not. I have yeah. little kids yeah. and we spend- And I know the there, argument but... stands for that about Animal Kingdom, but I can ride a lot more and I can do a lot more that's not going on rides to animals. So for me, I think studios is, is going through it. And I think taking away the movie ride just really, it, it made the crisis worse. It yeah. did. The identity crisis. So we will never forget. So. Jesse. That's a good one. That's a good pick, Kristen. But like Parade, I know. I'm, I'm, I miss that so much. All right. Mine is Hello There, Dino Puppet. Oh, it's your shirt, too. He's so cute. I had to match him. Come on. He's so cute. Um, so he, obviously, there's not, like, a crazy, like, emotional attachment that I have with him, like you guys. But I'm just saying. he. I is just- when, they, if, when they rip this ride out of my hands, the, the emotional attachment's going to be worse, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thing. same I hope that never happens um I'm sure it will eventually but like yeah, I will be sobbing okay mm-hmm. so this dinosaur ride obviously it's been there since the opening but it was countdown to extinction um that opened in April 22nd 1998 um so again we just celebrated Animal Kingdom's 25th anniversary it was one of the opening wine rides which was amazing um and then dinosaur took over in 2000 when the movie came out which, I mean, the movie's all right. It's cute, but it wasn't like a yeah, box. it wasn't considered know? a box office. No, thing. no. It was cute, but it wasn't like all that. But I will say, when you go onto the ride and you watch the little pre-show and Dr. Seeker brings up his little puppet and goes, hello there, every single time I giggle. I don't know why, but I giggle. Every single time, I just think he's the cutest little hand puppet ever. And everyone's always like, oh, look, dinosaur hand puppet. And they like... Don't even think about it. So the fact that he was one of our original designs, we mm-hmm. were like, 
we need a dino puppet, Dr. Seeker, gotta have him. And, you know, with Monroe, like, we made sure she had, like, the little arm with the sleeve to make sure he was a puppet. And he's my favorite. And he's so happy and so cute. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about we like we were like, no, it needs to look skin color. Like it's gotta look like a physical piece of arm. Yeah, Yeah. it needs to look like a puppet. And she did amazing. He's so cute. And then a little hello there, like a little hidden Mickey in the a little exclamation and the cast members always love when I wear like the the shirt too. Oh my god, yeah. So when I when we first got this design in, this was one of our we made the t-shirt first, the hat first. It was our like tester design. Yeah. And I went all decked out (laughs) to Animal Kingdom to ride dinosaur and a cast member stopped me and was like, Oh my God, is that who I think it is? And I was like, Yes. It is with, with the hand with the hand and everything. And he was like, Are you going on dinosaur? And I was like, Yeah, I'm planning on it. He's like, Do you have a lightning name? And I was like, No. He's like, Do you want one? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So the cast the guest experience cast member gave me a lightning lane because I was completely decked out in dino merch. Um, and it was so fun. It was so sweet. And then, you know, like I said, you go into that ride and some people love it. Some people hate it, but it's, it's bouncy. I'm laughing. It's throwing you left and right. It's dark. There's dinosaurs yelling at you. Like you're like, what is happening? But it's so, so fun. It is one of my favorite rides. Definitely top five in my, you know, all over park list, but it's so fun. I just love it. I wish they'd turn yeah. the lights up. I feel like because that is an opening day attraction, it's kind yeah. of started to – Yeah, it's getting older, and I feel like, you know, this is what Disney does. They don't maintain things in real time. They let it get to a point yeah. where, like, it's getting dilapidated. And so how they're handling that here is they just, like, kind of keep turning the lights down so, like, you won't notice that it's getting old. And I'm like, let's yeah. fix some stuff and like bring the lights on. I tell the story all the time. Like I went on it at our you know previous job. I'm like, oh, the line's only like five minutes. I'll write it. I'll get footage for us. This is going to be great. Pitch black. And then the footage. Is- the whole time. I was like, I don't yeah, remember. Because it's not one that I normally go on. You know, I have like little. <laughs> it's like black video it's with black. dinosaur sound. <laughs> I was like, sorry, guys, I kind of completely forgot that this is in, I don't, I don't remember it being in the pitch black. Like essentially, guys, if you can't like picture it, I want you to like, essentially what Kristen created for that company was a horror film because all you get is like literally a black screen video, but with like children and dinosaur noises, like children screeching and then dinosaurs like, <laughs> it's not good. It's like, it's, it does not make good content, but it is <laughs> funny. But you can't post it anywhere. No. It's, it's it's a horror film. So yeah, yeah. just yeah. click up the the lights. Just like put the dimmer up a little bit, Disney. And then oh, it would be like so way here. more enjoyable, I think, for everyone. I know. But the tech in that also ride really is awesome. Love... It's, it's a good one. It is. I love it. I also really love torturing Kristen because in the gift shop, there's these little gummy dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> there's these little gummy dinosaurs with like beads inside of them so whenever i'm in the store and they're there i'll send Kristen a picture like, and be like they have your dinos and i'm like squishing they're it just like i like squishy stuff feels dirty. they're just like sticky when you squish them and this is not a pleasant experience and they're the worst souvenir you can buy in disney world and i will die on that hill <laughs> you can tell that like thousands of children have squeezed it and put it back down if, oh, if that's and if i can give like a clear description yeah the texture in your hand is like Dirty. It's dirty and it's sticky. sticky. And then it's like you feel the squish beads in them. So it's not even like a smooth squish. It's just like it's not okay. And like I said, they're the squish worst beads. souvenir you can buy. 
and they were sold out for a while and I was so jazzed thinking that they wouldn't get them yeah. back and that the torture was going to be over and psych they got no. them back in and everybody's like look Kristen they're back and I'm like oh squishy squishy but the whole dino area is just so cute I am obsessed with that area we are going to have more stickers coming out of that area so we're... I even can't wait to do like another dinosaur sticker because I want to do I want to do the ride vehicle and then just the words like welcome to your transdimensional joy ride like that's yeah. another one I want because like also that ride vehicle for the time was like such a I remember Amazing. there's actually like I think iconic on um, Disney Plus one of the Imagineering episodes they have about that it's uh, mirrored in Disneyland as the Indiana Jones ride but it's the same ride vehicle and like for that time having a Jeep that operated like on its own yeah. Um, and like where it made you feel like you were driving through terrain, the, the science behind it and all yeah. the work, the engineering. Incredible. So cool. As I said, I love weird Disney history. So I, it was just very cool. But I um, I can quote the entire Dr. Seeker script. I would die for him. I'm I'm obsessed with the, I, I would go through that ride queue just for the pre-show. And then obviously at the end where I think it's hilarious when you're like finally going to the asteroid and he's like, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it two seconds later. Oh, you made it. I knew you would. In the back of one passenger, extra large. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's maybe, Look, I, maybe like six seconds apart between him saying you're not going to make it and like, Congrats, we've done it. <laughs> it's a good one. So cool. very good. I also want to make this is off topic, but I also want to do the and uh fly from Avatar. Yeah, like, that's another iconic see. like pre-show. <laughs> He's so awkward and I love it. Yes. But dinosaur, I just I agree. I think that whole area, God forbid, uh when we eventually get to them redoing it, I think it'll be another massive loss because I think that mm-hmm. dinosaurs are a really important part of the history of not only animal kingdom but like everything in nature like yeah yeah so yeah and i love i love what they've done i just i love riding that ride and i know you're right it's either you love it or you big hate it yeah and it, my best it friend either way. Hates it. yeah so yeah yeah jake's not a fan so i just go on by myself i'm like okay bye. my, my friend later. laura i cannot stand it it terrifies her she doesn't like it oh no well then she definitely but doesn't I, want to put the lights up because that would be i yeah and don't even get me started about how attached I am to Chester and Hester and the cute little bite off the sign. I could... No, that's a whole nother topic. Go... Chester and Hester <laughs> in and of itself because there's oh so God. much there. Oh my gosh. We got we got stickers for days on Dino. We yeah, just we really got to get them going. It's crime. Okay. It's just, it's just so tacky. It's so good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> the little gift shop with all the dinosaurs hanging from know, the ceiling awesome. and the train. Ugh. And then if the you're detail. if you're if you're bored, that also the games aren't really that expensive for like Disney things. Yeah. And then you get like the cutest little stuffed Dino Land. Oh, I know. I love. We just when we started, we didn't want to have like too many Disney Dino stickers, which is why we started doing other things. Because originally we had like Gertie the Dino puppet, and then all of our ideas were like. Dinosaur specific. We like dinosaurs. Here. And we're like, all right, we gotta. We Ellen's energy. We were like, we gotta trail back the dinos. We gotta back it up. But stay, stay tuned though, because oh yeah, we have so much more coming for you guys. Yeah. I cannot wait. It's gonna be good. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We got to talk about some of our designs a little bit more in depth. Um, as always, if you want to go online and shop any of the designs we talked about, you can go on shopthenicheco.com and use code PODCAST10 for 10% off your order. And you can stock up on Footlight Parade and Dino Sticker and Illumination Sorch and all the other amazing theme park ones that we have. So thank you so much for listening. And we hope you enjoyed it. And I'm Kristen. Thank you, guys. Love- I'm Jesse And Yolanda. Thank you again. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.